Welcome to the Harbor Church Weekly Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. For more information, visit us online at www.theharborli.com. All right, so let me just explain a couple things here. Um, so we, we've golfed together for a couple of years, and the first probably three, four times we were golfing together, I didn't want to bother. You know, first of all, you're under a lot of pressure when you're golfing with the golf pro, right? Because you know he's looking at every shot and how you swing, and he's laughing inside and trying not to embarrass you. Um, so we're playing, and after, after, I don't know, three, four times together, he, he, he was, I think his feelings were hurt, honestly. He looked a little bothered, and he finally said to me, Pastor Mike, I have, I have a question for you. And I said, what? And he said, how come you've never asked me for advice? And I said, well, you're, this is what you do for a living. I thought, well, I just want to go out and have a good time and not have you be on the clock all the time. And he goes, but this is what I love to do. And I said, okay. I said, are there some things that you, can, that you see that I need help with? And he, he just says, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's how our relationship um, kind of evolved. And it was, it was just, it's been awesome. So um, we love the Conways. They're, they're just wonderful folks, and we're just so grateful um, for you guys, you and Linda, Linda, his lovely wife. How many, how many years? It's pretty close. 32. 32 years, Linda. God bless you. Right, Lynn? After knowing Jimmy like I do, God bless you. So, um, but we're, we're just excited to have this interview today. I couldn't think of a better person to interview on Father's Day. Jimmy's not here because he's a golf pro. Jimmy's here because he's an awesome father. And, and I thought that you, it would be good for every man to hear um, the heart of an awesome father in this place. So I want to go back uh, to um, your career and talk about it a little bit. What got you interested in golf and then, you know, and then becoming a pro? I mean, that, mm. that's quite an accomplishment. Um, golf kind of just fell into place for me um, as a high schooler. We had um, a tremendous high school team. Um, was more competition on our own team than there was um, actually in the counties. So um, at that time, when you grew up in the middle of place, you just you played golf, and it was very supportive from the regular team, from the other teammates. Um, but I played many other sports, and golf was probably about fourth or fifth on my list. Um, but it gave great joy to my dad. Um, my dad worked two, three jobs to uh, to carry me around as a kid, playing with his friends who worked really hard, had a day off, and always dragged me along, and I, I always appreciated that. And uh, it was really tough uh, to afford, uh, not only him playing, but to have me play. And it, it did give him such joy that, you know, being a father today uh, with my kids, you know, when they put two blocks together, you're so proud of them, right? So I as much as my dad thought of my game, um, it was just great joy. And I look back now, um, you know, and as things come around, you know, Father's Day, um, I lost my dad 12 years ago on Father's Day. And, um, you know, I, I look at... Um, my, uh, my youngest daughter's uh, husband, Kyle, uh, who lost his dad, and the role that I've had to play, um, never replacing his dad, obviously, but uh, just playing that fatherly role, um, especially as the husband of my, of my daughter. And um, just, uh, just like the, a quick shout-out to uh, having my father-in-law here today, um, what it means to me um, on Father's Day. So uh, two years in a row on Father's Day. Um, thank you, Charlie. Um, just well, you just, just scored a bunch of points right there. <laughs> I mean, you're golden. You know, I, I have to tell you, I, I don't have to do very much, and uh, they just, they just, they're just wonderful. Yeah, awesome. It doesn't take very much. Um, but so anyway, getting, getting back to the golf, it just, um, 
it kind of fell into place. I was an asthmatic as a kid. I was carried off the basketball court many times because I just wouldn't quit. And um, golf made sense. Um, went to a junior college, Suffolk Community College, for, uh, for one year. And uh, happened to make the junior nationals while I was, you know, working, taking 20 credits. And it just, it came sort of natural to me. Um, but again, the joy that it gave my father and, and all the support that I had um, to pursue it um, just fell into my lap, kind of. How old were you when you turned pro? Um, I was 19. I had uh, quit college down in Florida uh, to come back. Uh, I worked at another golf course for about five years before I went into college. He called me back to be an apprentice, uh, an assistant golf pro, and I did. Um, I knew at that point golf in one way or another would be my, my calling. Um, at that point, I still thought maybe touring and not so much the business end of it. So, just And what's involved in qualifying um, to become a pro? Well, there's, uh, there's different stages. One, you need, you need some backing. You need to have um, liquid assets available. Um, and um, you go through three stages of six different rounds. And um, after four rounds, there's a cut at each one. And the top 30 or 35% uh, move on to the next stage. And then the top 25 at the, f at the final stage gets one-year exemption. So it's not easy to... No, it's a, it's, it's a grind. And, you know, just being out there. I mean, we look at, when we look at these guys on TV, it's wonderful. These are all the ones that have made it. Mm -hmm. But there's many that, that don't. And so some of the guys that, uh, that some of us will watch today mm -hmm. finishing up the Open are guys that you've golfed with. Um, the younger ones today that haven't, um, no. But they're all guys that are older that either being out at ping and, and, and hitting clubs with people, there are a few that have wow. had the luxury to, to play with. That's awesome. Yeah. That's it's awesome. It's been great. Well, we've been, we've been really pressuring you, uh, my son and I, to, to get on the senior <laughs> tour. Um, so we still think that you should listen to the Lord and do that. But, Thank you. Um, <laughs> but I love the fact, too, that your family was so important to you early on mm -hmm. that you chose not to be out on the road yeah. traveling and doing those things. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that says a lot about you, mm -hmm. uh, what kind of husband and father you, you are. Thank and you. and the re I think the results are evident. Thank you. Know. you. Um, so uh, you are 19 years old. You become a pro. And then you become one of the youngest club pros mm -hmm. on the island. And tell us about that journey, how you ended up at Pine Hills. Um, being in the right place at the right time. Um, you know, you get a lot of credit for, for things. But, um, you know, it, it, it's funny. Coming to Christianity about four or five years ago, um, God always had a, a plan for me. Um, I got to be a little bit later in life before I realized it. But um, it was while I was the assistant at Pine Hills, I was just turned 21. And um, things really weren't working out for me there like I really wanted them to. And then... Um, I went into the restaurant, who my mother-in-law is here now, who owned the restaurant, and um, her daughter was waitressing there, and I was eating lunch with my, with my dad, and I said, um, that's the woman for me. So really? it was, um, I think, seven dates. We got engaged. We put it off a little bit, but, uh, you know, I knew the, the white picket fence, the three-car garage, and all that. That was, was for you. Was, yeah, it's, that's the life I wanted, and <laughs> there was a reason um, that I left school, and I, I came back to Pine Hills, and I, I didn't see it at the time. I just right. thought life was great, um, but it was the plan that God had for me. That's wonderful. Yeah. Jimmy's so humble that when I, what my, the first uh, conversation we had at length was um, probably four, four, 
four years ago, mm -hmm. or at least at our marriage retreat out of Montauk. And I just, you know, got to know him a little bit. And I said, so what do you do for a living? And he says, I work at Pine Hills. And I just immediately thought that he works in the pro shop or he, you know. And so I happened to stop into the, to the um, pro shop at one point, uh, not too long after that. And I see his name on all these golf bags. And he's got the biggest office you could ever imagine. And so I went back to him. I said, yeah, you work at Pine Hills? More like you run Pine Hills. And, uh, but he's so humble he would never tell you that. And uh, um, his, his office is kind of like a pastoral office in a lot of ways to a, a lot of people. Yeah, it's been wonderful. The treat. So um, you've been doing this for 30. You've been a pro at Pine Hills for how long? Uh, it's my 36th season and uh, the golf pro with just about 35 years. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's like the wave. It's like the wave. It just kind of catches on. Um, so um, life wasn't always like it is today in the sense that, you know, you've been on a spiritual journey. And um, can you walk us through um, what took place um, in your life? And I know a lot of it was Kendall. Mm -hmm. um, but what took place in your life to bring you to that point where you, you became a, a full-fledged believer and yes. follower of Jesus? Okay. Um, God was always important to me. Uh, I've always gone to church. Um, Linda and I went to church on our first few dates, um, always Saturday night mass. Uh, Sunday was a no-no since I opened the shop at 5 o'clock. Um, you know, and it, it got to a point in our lives. Um, Linda taught Sunday school. She was, you know, just, you know, we were really good followers, but... I never had that relationship with God. It was more a formality, um, you know, and, and, and church every week was just the same routine, and I just, I kind of fell out of love with it, and uh, we, were, we were church shopping, and um, my youngest daughter, Kendall, um, who became saved at age 15, um, that we didn't know. We didn't know until Kendall was about 19 or 20 when she was going off to her second college, and she went to uh, Liberty University. So my wife and I drove her down uh, for orientation. We stayed there for about four days. And um, I, I believe I fell in love with it even more than my daughter did. Um, just to see 18, 19-year-old boys and girls walking around with the Bible, um, you know, Christian music coming out of the trees, um, 14,000 people going to convocation. They have speakers in the trees, it just so just, you know. It was just, you know, my, my first impression is, wow, this is make-believe land. This is just unbelievable. And um, by the end of the weekend, I really, I needed to have more depth into what was going on. Um, I, did not, I did not come to the Lord at that time, mm -hmm. but it was impacting me. Uh, went to church down there, went to Christian church down there, and we really liked it. And there was a speaker that really impacted you. Yeah. We went back for Parents Weekend uh, in October, and Jim Kelly from the Buffalo Bills was speaking. And, um, you know, for the wrong reasons, I, I couldn't wait to get down there. I wanted to see this, uh, this football icon, four, four straight Super Bowls. Uh, just a real guy's guy, a real athlete. And um, he spoke at convocation with 14,000 students and probably about five or 6,000 adults, uh, parents there, speaking about how his son Hunter um, was soon going to be passing away from a very, very rare disease. And as the man, as a provider and protector of the family, he could not handle that. And uh, he turned to drinking. Uh, he turned to womanizing. And his wife, who was a Christian, just stayed by his side and just kept asking the Lord, just to find the right people, the right, the, the right break for, for Jim Kelly to find the Lord. And um, he had found it previously to that convocation. And there wasn't a dry eye. Every man in that, that uh, convocation 
was just weeping, including myself. Um, so about a month later, Kendall came home. I knew at that point I needed Jesus in my life. I did a little research on what the steps and the procedures were. And um, <laughs> it, was, it was something special with my youngest daughter, Kendall. Um, Kendall, as a, as, an, as a very young girl, uh, we had almost lost her a couple times with food allergies and asthma. And I remember Linda's grandmother saying that um, Kendall was meant to change this world. And she's a fighter, and she'll wow. stay in this world to change people. And I didn't know the first person she was going to change was her father. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, Kendall came home for Thanksgiving weekend, and um, she woke up probably around 8 o'clock. And uh, I'd been up since 4 o'clock. I couldn't wait for her to get up. I said, Ken, do you need to go for a ride with me? And uh, we listened to a CD, and I pulled over. And uh, I just tried to gather myself, as I'm trying to do right now. And um, I said, I just want to do this with you. And uh, I accepted the Lord into my life that day. Wow. <clears throat> Thanksgiving Day of 2014. 2014, Thanksgiving Thursday. Yeah. Wow. And uh, every single day, every minute of every day has continuously gotten better. So how is life different now for you and your family than it was before well, Thanksgiving Day? Life, life for me has always been great. Um, a lot of tragedies, a lot of everything. But, you know, when you're in your little circle, you just you get caught in these doldrums of, you know, um, just work, family, home, work, family, home. Um, since that day, um, you know, the things that I was brought up from my dad to try and provide and protect for my family, I found so easy just asking God for help. Um, that I couldn't do it, and every day has continuously gotten better knowing how great it is with this great Heavenly Father we have. Just, just so awesome. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> and what I love about the way God works is God takes, like Moses, he's, he said, what, what do you have in your hand? And he said, all I've got is this staff. And he said, then, then take that staff and touch the water. And so God uses what we have in our hands yeah. as far as our giftings and our talents and our abilities. He uses that. And God has probably brought you more purpose to your career in the last five years yeah. than all of it leading up to that. No because doubt. now you're using your, your, your talents yeah. to influence men. Mm. Well, you, you, you were the, the, the first person to really help me and realize that. And, you know, when you have things, you just don't realize how good it really is. Um, but I never believed that my, my, my golf clubs, my office, the Pine Hills Country Club, could be used to minister men and to have men come in my office and just mentor each other. And you said, just use what you have. Mm. You know, I kept coming to you and saying, you know, I'm reading the Bible every day. I'm reading, I'm reading, but I just, I'm not getting it. And you said, you know, you can't make up for 40 years. Wow. <laughs> just be slow, take it. Uh, and all I pray for every morning when I, when I read the Bible is just, let me understand enough that I can be a little bit more Christ-like every day that maybe I can just make that influence in someone else's life. So, you know, I'm still competitive. I'm still grumpy. I, I still don't like when I don't play bad or well, play when I do play bad. But I, but I know what the purpose is. Yes. And, you know, I just ask for enough ability to play so people at least seek me out. And then maybe I can just use that, yeah. you know, whether it's a Bible in my office or maybe it's just a saying that I have in my office or, you know, just anything that I don't feel like I can do it myself, but when someone comes, I certainly want to be prepared. Yes. Uh, about two years ago, well, no, actually not even that long ago, a year and a half ago, you, had, you, had, you and I had talked, and Jimmy had it on his heart to start a golf league, 
And, you know, it's expensive to play a round of golf, and a lot of guys just can't do it. And so um, you so graciously said, I, I want to do this golf league, um, and um, I'm just going to charge the guys for the cart, which is 10 bucks. And um, you all last year, and then it's, it's already started this year again, you've got about 20 guys that are coming out yeah. on Thursday nights, yeah. every other Thursday night. And um, what I love about it is that you follow up with these guys throughout the week. You have guys that will text you or call you mm. or stop in, and you, you can teach them some things uh, about the game of golf like I've taught you. Or oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, you, you, can, you can teach them uh, some things about the game of golf, but then you're also discipling them and mentoring them and, and encouraging yeah. them. And I it's, just think that is amazing. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm really the one who's learning. These, these guys who come see me that um, this offer, and I, I know it's spirit speaking to me because I'm just not, I'm not aggressive enough. I'm, not, I'm, I'm very shy. I'm very quiet. I'm very to myself. Um, but there's something, there's something when, when Christ is in your life that you just need to share this. You just, yeah. So the, the men that come out that I am so impressed with that, that don't even know how. You know, in general, I don't think guys do anything that they don't do well, right. um, and I'm one of them. And um, for the guys who reach out for the golf, I, I, it, the skill level just doesn't matter. And I would try to make that, um, you know, to believe. And, but the, the, what they would do to come out here and speak to me or just play golf, mm-hmm. boy, am I blessed. I just, yeah. I love having these guys in my life. Yeah. They're just, and they check on me. And, they, you yeah. know, I'll, I'll be able to check on them. And we need each other yeah. so bad. Yeah. F- Amen. After our golf league and when everyone comes in, there's usually a time where Jimmy gathers everyone together and we pray for needs. And it's just, it's just an awesome time. And I love watching your expression when all the guys are out um, on the practice range. And yeah. it's almost like, uh, y- you know, everyone's here. You're, yeah. you, you, it makes your day. I can I'm see that. I'm getting amped up. Yeah. You're getting get amped, amped up. up. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. That's, that's, that's crazy. Um, well, it, it is it is absolutely fun to watch someone being used by God in their gifting. And it could be, you know, guys, we get hung up and we think ministry is, is just pastoral, like mm. preaching. and te- It's not. Yeah. That's a very small part of it. Ministry is whatever your hand can do mm-hmm. and whatever your gifting and ability is. It might be building houses. It might That's be right. working on cars. It could whatever. And, right. and uh, it's just been fun for me to watch, you know, your life. And... Um, and you've got guys that work for you now coming to the harbor. Yeah, yeah that's uh, great. Yeah, well, the first time we were together out on the course, you you called over your um, assistant superintendent, mm-hmm. yep. and he come over in his car, and we met. And I think it was two or three weeks later, he's sitting right here, yeah. and and uh, and you've got a few guys coming, which yeah. is awesome. It's, it's been wonderful. Yeah. yeah. But you shared that with me that you know when I said I, I wasn't ready for mission work, I wasn't ready for this, and you said you're already doing it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. just the idea of whatever, wherever our platform is, whatever we're able to do, um, it's kind of foolish not to. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking I've just got this this idea right now, this revelation that we should call Pine Hills uh, our third campus, like the harbor <laughs> at Pine Hills, because it's like it's like going into the harbor uh, when you're when you're there and half the people come here. So um, it's just wonderful. Um, so. um how has, how has you living a life of faith affected your, your children and your family? I mean, what, what are the differences you see? Because I know yeah. all three of your daughters mm. have been impacted by your, the, your yeah. walk. Yeah, I've, I've just 
I've been blessed from day one, I, you know, to have, to have Linda as my wife, the three girls I have. Um, I have such a, a unique individual relationship with, with both that I truly believe it's Father's Day every day with my girls. Mm. Um, but, um, you know, I, I'd like to think I'm a good husband. I like to think I'm a good father. But since coming to Christ, um, Linda always came first. My wife was always the most important thing to me. Um, but it's different now. Mm-hmm. God is first. And, you know, my relationship in the last four years has just, like, wow, I can't believe I didn't do this 32 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it's just so good. Um, you just become different. You just, you want to be a better person. You're, you know, doing the right thing just isn't enough. And, you know, you just don't know who's, who's listening to you that day. You don't know who's watching you. Um, so it's extremely important to just, to just live this life. But it's, God has just been, been wonderful. The burdens have just totally been lifted. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, I found a scripture out of Psalm 128. And, um, you know, I've never, I've never read this before in a Father's Day context, but it's perfect because it's, it's uh, David just having a, a wonderful revelation of the blessing of the Father. Now, this, in the context of this, it's, it's uh, a Jewish father in the context of being in Israel or being in Jerusalem, but it applies today. And this is what it says. How joyous are those who love the Lord and bow low before God, ready to obey him. Your reward will be prosperity, happiness, and well-being. Your wife will bless your heart and home. Your children will bring you joy as they gather around your table. Yes, this is God's generous reward for those who love him. May the Lord bless you out of his Zion glory. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem throughout your lifetime. And may you be surrounded by your grandchildren. Happiness to you and happiness to Israel. Wow. Such a wonderful verse and just a promise of, of being a godly father and um, I know you and I are very similar. We, we, we get very um, reflective and very emotional about our families. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I mean, that time I was holding you when you were crying and you had your head on my shoulder, it was, it was, it was a little awkward because we were in the restaurant, but it, it's all right, it's all right. But uh, um, just, just playing with you. Just, yeah, I, I have, I mean, when it comes to whoever's going to pick up the tab, this man goes crazy. He, he, he becomes very aggressive and uh, uh, won't let me pay the bill, although I, I, have to work, I have to work ahead. I think I've changed my mind with that, though. Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> so uh, we, have, we have a lot of fun together. But, uh, Jimmy, as we start to uh, bring this to a close, this part of it, to the man that's here um, that has never taken that step and asked Christ in their life, maybe they've been coming because their wife comes, maybe they... Maybe this is their first time today. But they've just never made that commitment to fully, fully surrender everything to the Lord. Um, Number one, what would you say to that person? And number two, how can they come into a relationship with with this Christ? Um, Well, first thing is is don't wait. Do this immediately. Um, You have absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain. you know, uh, again, I, I, I thought about it and thought about how I was going to do it. And it's just so easy just to, just to accept him into your, into your heart, into your life. Um, ask him into your life, and he just takes care of the rest. Everything is done. Um, I, I would say to, you know, to talk to any of the, and the other pastors or the guys here, wow, this is, this is some men group in, in this church. And we searched out a lot. 
and it was the guys in here and the connect groups and, and everything that welcomed all of us that you, you just you just want to do this and you and you want to do it yesterday um, you know listen if it's if it's playing around the golf come out and play around the golf come into my office I'll talk to you just do it please do it it has totally totally changed my life it's so awesome yeah. can we give Jimmy a hand for being here today Thank you. So at this time, um, what I'd like to ask um, is we, we'd like to have everyone stand and uh, we want to pray a prayer of blessing over our dads today. If you're a father and you're here today, could you, would you mind just joining me and Jimmy up here up front? We want to pray over you. We want to encourage you. Just make your way out and come all the way up to the front as far as you can get to leave room for guys behind you. And uh, we're, we're just so blessed and honored by the men in this church. Come all the way up to the front. It's a band of brothers. Matt, thank you. This is your gift for being here today. He's been eyeing that, haven't you? You know, slip me a 50, man. It's, I'll just say we lost it, you know. I like the one that says WWJD on it. That's, that's pretty awesome. So good. Just keep making your way up, guys. There's guys coming in behind you. This is a band of brothers here. You know, there's no perfect guys standing up here, but we know who is perfect and we know who we're going after, right? And and I want to just say that when there's godly men, godly fathers, it changes not only your family, but it changes the community. It changes the culture. It changes the church. And uh, um, it's not easy. That's why we need one another. And so, Jimmy, I'm going to ask you to pray over these guys, and then I'm going to also end it with a prayer blessing on them. So, that sound good? I'd love to. Heavenly Father, uh, we just thank you for all that you do. Uh, we love you. Uh, I ask on this special day, uh, on your day, we ask you that you just watch over all these guys. Keep this brotherhood tight. Keep us all needing and wanting each other all for the purpose of loving you and serving you, Lord. Lord, I just ask that one person that's in here today that's just seeking you um, by anything, the Spirit and either Pastor Mike or myself may have uh, just given that word to just let him ask you into his heart, into his life, um, and just have his life change, Lord. You have done so much good for us. Uh, we love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory and all the honor uh, on this day and every day. And, Lord, we just lift up every one of these men. We just pray that you would encourage them, strengthen them. Guys that feel like a failure, I pray, that God, that you would just bring them out of that, God, and let them know that, that they're your son and you're proud of them and that you're going to help them through whatever they're walking through, God. I pray that you would just um, help them to be good husbands and, and powerful, impactful fathers, God. Help them to, to balance between being a, a father and a husband, and a friend, and a mentor. God, just help them with that, Lord, and, and help them to stick together because we like to be isolated as men. We naturally tend to do our own thing, but God, help us to be surrounded by men we can trust and men that we can uh, lean on and be encouraged by God. And I just pray for every marriage represented here. I pray for every child represented here, God, that, that Lord, that you would do... Um, exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask or imagine in, in the families, Lord. 
So we just thank you for these men. I pray that this year would be a good year for these men, that they would hear your voice and learn and grow to be more like you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we give it up for these men? Amen. And Jimmy, thank you for coming, man. And uh, listen, man, if you need any more lessons, let me know. I'll be happy to help in any way I can. But uh, hey, let's give it up for Jimmy Conway today as he's been a blessing to us. Amen. Amen. Love you, man. Thanks for listening to today's message. If you would like to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus today, visit us online at www.theharborli.com backslash next step.